Ksuvas, Perak Zayin, Mishnah Yud, 710, and the last of the Perak, and one more on the topic of mumin blemishes when it comes to the husband. So I just got finished saying in the previous Mishnah that there are certain red lines, which if he crosses them, even against his will, but he get, develops um, certain blemishes. So, like for example, if he if he became blind in both eyes, etc., um, everyone agrees, then that's grounds for divorce. Now, um, those are really severe. Here we're going to have something that's a little less. So here the mission says, Now, here we have certain other disgusting developments or disgusting features of the husband, um, which make him so repugnant that um, she can say, I just can't live with him and I need to get divorced, and we would accept that claim. So although the Mishnah says ve'elu in these, which would suggest maybe that it's like this is a specific finite list, that's not true. It's things like this and all the more so if you get more severe things. Of course, if he, for example, um, was damaged in certain ways in his in his genitalia, in his private parts, so then he could become required to divorce her. But what happens if he became a, you know, became a, a, a Sris Adam, if he became, and if he became a Kroshivcha and so on, there are different things. Um, and other things also. But the point is here, we're saying that these are these are like the, the even the Chacham who say that losing like a single eye or a single hand or a single foot is not enough to force a divorce. And these things make him so un, so gross that they are grounds for divorce. So what are they? Examples. The following are features of the husband, which if he has them, will force him to give her a divorce if she wants one. First of all, Mukeshchen. Mukeshchen um, typically um, means someone who has some kind of you know skin disease or other. Here it probably actually means a leper, um, which means that his like skin is is necrotic; it's rotting, and ultimately, like you know, if it's it, like he can like, lose whole parts of his body, flesh that comes rots away on his person. It's terrible. Um, the Bartanuri here translated as a mitzora. Um, probably a terrible idea to conflate mitzora with leper. Under normal circumstances, the mitzora of the psukim and the chumash of um, that that mitzora is um, I don't know what that disease is going on there, but it's probably not leprosy. In any case, whatever it is, he has some sort of terrible skin disease which makes him just totally disgusting. And as we'll see, actually, um, the reason I'm saying it's probably leprosy is talking about that that um, contact with it and sort of applying pressure to it or whatever it is, rubbing it and stuff like that, would make his skin like rub off um, because it's it's necrotic. It's like dying and rotting on him. Um, so it's terrible for him and totally disgusting. Similarly, Uval Polyphus. This Uval Polyphus is someone who... Uh, has a terrible smell that emanates from his his nasal cavity, his nose or his mouth, um, like he's he's rotting on the inside somewhere. <clears throat> Polypus would mean from like the word polyp, like a tumor. Uh, maybe this is happening, but doesn't depend on that. That means that he's developed some sort of terrible smell from his nose or mouth. Vahamikametz. This is someone who is a gatherer. What he's gathering is. Um, dog feces um, with his hands, he's picking it up and collecting it. And the reason why I'm going to do it is for the sake of they use it um, in leather tannery as well as sometimes for like laundering purposes. So the point is, if he's out collecting um, this doggy do, so he's going to stink, and she can say it's just too much for me. I can't deal with this anymore. Same goes with hamitzaref nachoshes. So the literal translation would be someone who's like like who's like a copper smith, and that is a pshat given in the Gemara. Although the bartender learns other pshat, which means we're talking about a copper miner. Um, the point is, that it might both be true. Since the Gemara is The point is that um, 
copper when com- comes in contact with the skin, um, although copper has no smell and metals don't have smells, um, but when the metal mixes with the like the acid, lactic acid on your skin, it does have a smell, um, and it's actually pretty pretty distinctive, terrible smell. You can try it for yourself. Get, get yourself a handful of pennies, rub them around your hands, whatever it is, and then you smell your hands. You'll see what I mean. Um, so apparently that the copper miners couldn't get the smell off of them or the copper um, smiths, and that being the case, they just had the stink that she couldn't deal with, and that would be reasonable. But Boracy, same goes for someone who's involved in leather tannery. Again, they're using like fecal matter and that kind of stuff. It's decaying. It smells terribly, and therefore they smell terrible. Bein shahayu bam nisu. This is true whether the particular defect existed prior to the wedding. Or even if they first got married, and after they got married, he took this job or developed this smell or this skin condition and so on. Um, it doesn't matter because she could say, as we'll see in the Mishnah, um, you know, I thought I could deal with it, but I can't deal with it. Now, Valkulan, Amarebi Meir, Rebbe Meir holds even in all those things. Even if they made an explicit deal, he said, you know, I'm going to be a little copper miner and I'm going to stink. And she says, it doesn't matter to me. I know you stink, but I'll stay with you anyways. Or same with all these examples. Yecholahi Shetomar, she would still be within her rights to say, notwithstanding, she agreed to it. Savrua Haisi, I thought, Shani Yechol Kabel, I thought I could deal with it. Vachshav, any Yechol Kabel, but I just can't anymore. I just can't deal with this. Um, so that's Reb Meir Shita. Hacham disagree with that. The Hacham Omrim Mekabelis Hi Al Karcha. The Hacham said, if she explicitly agreed to it, they, they discussed it, and she said, yes, I accept the fact that you have this, you know, whatever it is, this smell or this career choice which makes you smell, etc. Um, so then she's stuck. Um, but they would agree if they didn't explicitly say it, she could change her mind. Now, um, the exception is chutz mamuka shchin, the exception being um, the leper, because it's just ter- the leper, it's actually killing him. Um, they, they couldn't be together, like physically together, because um, it's like, rubbing away his skin and, and tearing him apart. It's terrible. So that being the case, as that means, something like it, it wastes him away and rubs him, rubs him, rubs his flesh away. So, um, so that everyone would agree, um, regardless of the conditions made or not. Um, if he's a leper, it's grounds for divorce because they can't stay married. Um, even if, and, and before, if he developed a skin condition which made him disgusting but not quite leprosy, also be grounds for divorce. Um, etc. Now, the last part of the Mishnah says, um, even if we're saying that a woman um, could, even if we're saying now that a she that holds that um, she agreed to it, so she can't, she can't back out of it. Um, everyone agrees this. Ma'aseh b'tzidon. It once happened in the place of Tzidon. That's in like uh, modern day Lebanon. B'bursi with a certain tanner echad. Shemes, he died. Vahayelo ach bursi. He, the husband who's now dead, had a brother who also has the same career choice, and both of them are tanners, and both of them stink. So if he died without children, the rule would be that his wife now falls to Yibam, and the, her brother-in-law, the stinky tanner, would have to marry her, or do chalitza. Now, you might think the ruling would be that since she agreed to marry a tanner, so now she has to marry the brother-in-law too. He's also a tanner. That can't be a fatal flaw for her. But no, Yecholahi Shetomar, she is within her rights to say, Yeah, your brother, I could deal with him because he had, I guess, other virtues made it that I could overlook that stink. But as for you, I just simply cannot 
overlook the smell that accompanies you being a, a tanner. And that being the case, um, they did not. They they agreed that she doesn't that they can force the brother to do chalitza and not give him the option of doing yibum uh, because um, she says I can't be married to such a person. And that would be the din. And therefore, the mission that we come to the end of the parak um, concludes with that shita. We say la halacha, um, like I said before, is like the chachamim. So we don't normally force a man to divorce his wife, even if he becomes, you know, um, quite badly blemished. But those certain red lines like a cross, both uh, um, missing both of his eyes, hands, or feet, or if he um, is like a leper or other kinds of um, terrible things, which is like so unlivable, the smell of him and so on, uh, we would uh, indeed force him to give her a get if she wants one. And actually, when it comes to leper, we would force him to give her a get even if he didn't want to. And if she didn't want one, we'd say they can't live together because it's dangerous uh, for him.